Welcome everybody. You know who it is, and it's another edition of Tell It How It Is, No Filter, episode 205. Um, I want to set it off by saying happy Earth Strong to Dr. Dre. Definitely a mentor in my music journey. You would think I knew him personally. I'm just saying, like, the, that era, the chronic, you know, the chronic too. I know that music is not family friendly, but that was fire music. You feel me? For me, it helped me, motivated me to, like, you know, unleash. But just, that's just an outside story. <laughs> anyway, happy Earth Strong to Dr. Dre. Hope you're doing well. Blessings to you, my brother. That may be the only current event. As you can see, I changed the scenery a little bit. Not purposely planned, but I can adjust to any situation. And it makes you go, oh, wow. What happened to the dark gray walls? And that's it. But um, I hope everybody's well. You know, I hope you had a productive week. But I always say, don't look behind you. You're not supposed to be looking backwards. You're supposed to be looking forward. So just look forward to your upcoming week. And I hope that's productive as well. Um, positive thoughts, positive thoughts. Even though I might go on a rant here. So, again, no real current events. I know it's All-Star Weekend. You know, Salt Lake City, Utah. It's been like a little minute since it was there. <clears throat> I see a lot of um, posts on the social media kind of downplaying the festivities. It's not as fun and exciting anymore. Me personally, I still like three-point contests because you can't really finagle that. You got to shoot. The dunks is kind of mm, skills challenge. All that is cute. More for the kids, more family, I guess, oriented. Um, and then the actual all-star game is kind of, I don't know. However you want to view that, I'm not against it. I throw one more at you, though. BMF, right? 50 is smart. He didn't fuck with Super Bowl. And I don't think that he purposely just looked at Super Bowl itself. It's that halftime show. He ain't fucking with Rihanna. I might be stirring up some smoke here, but let's keep it a stat. So no episode came out last week of BMF, but there's an episode out this weekend, minus in the value of All-Star Weekend. Yeah, I'm starting shit. Maybe it's just looked at as like we can't let two weekends pass and no BMF. You feel me? As we get ready for Tyreek and them. So that's really it for that. And um, let me jump right in. Partners having each other's passcode. Based on the women I um, interacted with, they don't like that. They don't like it. Um, I feel like everybody should have their own privacy. And when I say the women I interacted with don't like it, they mean that the guy having theirs and actually trying to access it. Because you know how that go. It's like, okay, have my passcode, let me have yours. So... Is that just supposed to be dressed up as an emergency situation if they need to get into any other of the partner's phones for whatever reason, there's a justified reason behind it. Plus that security that, okay, if I have your passcode, that means that you're doing the right thing. All of this stuff is just reading too much in the shit and I don't really feel passcodes are needed amongst partners. I'm not all the way a strong no, but 
I don't really feel is necessary, but God forbid an emergency would be good, I guess, to have it. I guess you could have it on hand, but I'm not with all of that, especially sneakily using this passcode to go check shit out. I mean, how old are we? I even shouldn't waste this much breath on this, but just know it's refreshing to know that the women I interacted with didn't like it because guys don't like it either. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. For the guys that are doing them and, you know, hiding shit or have to sneak around, you know, and I'm not judging that. I'm not even talking about it at all. I'm just saying, like, whether it's that case or not, we are kind of frown, frowning on that passcode thing. We would do it to keep the peace, plus prove nothing's going on for the ones who are clean. But overall, that is not the vibe. You know what I'm saying? So if we could just get out, mm, that that emergency situation, though. Voice of reason, y'all. Um, Only for emergency situations. You feel me? So... That's about it on that. Um, Valentine's Day. That just passed, right? How was your V-Day? Who gives a fuck? So, it's, it should have been transparent from the jump. I should have. I fucked up. I'm going to put it in the timestamps. When was Valentine's Day created? What year? It should have been known from then. That this is a one another one of those money making days, reasons to spend bread. But what makes this a little more, you get your fellas. Valentine's Day is not for us. It never was. Um, shout out to those selected few, <clears throat> which I'll get into when I get into my pet peeve of. The select few women who do acknowledge guys on Valentine's Day. No matter how small, but some type of acknowledgement. We really want to just minus the thing all together. You know, guys don't get shit. Girls don't get shit. Fuck that day and move on, right? I doubt we could become an equality where men will start to get their flowers on that day. And I don't literally mean give him flowers. But it's not a day for men. It's so one-sided and... We need to do away with it. But when I said they pretend to not care about it, you're still in that gray area of, unless you fully discuss this, you see a lot of relationships don't do all of the homework. I'm not judging that. You don't do all of the homework. Or when you first started, you did that. Like when they weren't your partner yet. Suppose y'all hooked up around Valentine's Day or before y'all made it official, y'all passed the Valentine's Day. Maybe then that's what set it off to be expected. Because yes, we could sit here and frown upon it and say, let's not give energy to this day. But there are people who first date, first time meeting is Valentine's Day. So now that's memorable. But that's me kind of like going left with it, even though this is my right hand. Um, because that now becomes your anniversary or something memorable specifically. So that's why that would make sense then. But other than that, yes, we are sometimes in a gray area, fellas, because again, that discussion, if it wasn't squared from the gate, 
or maybe you don't mind. Feel me? You got some people who don't mind. They'll do a little something, something. But I feel like you have to always get a little something off. I don't know. If you if you did it before, you can't change the knife in it. Like you can't again. If y'all were dating and y'all wasn't official and you did that shit, you gotta eat that. You did that shit. You might can have a discussion to get out of it. I know I'm rambling. Just listen, hear me out. If you started dating and you passed the Valentine's Day and you gave a gift, you showed something to symbolize that it's Valentine's Day, when y'all get official, you kinda gotta stick to that. You have to do something. And then you sit there, you know, beating yourself up like, yo, who gives a fuck about this day? Do I really got to do something? Then discuss that with your partner ASAP. Even if you've been together 10 Valentine's Day now and you've done something, each one of them, you could discuss right now, right now. What are we doing? Does this really mean anything? Is it like, you know, if I don't do anything, you're cool, but they're going to gray area because they may say that, but some need validation. All the time and that day. And I blame social media that I'm off of this because people go on the gram, especially. They go on Facebook, wherever, and they see how other people, excuse me, other people are celebrated. You feel me? Or, you know, everybody's posting shit they got when they could have bought that shit themselves. You feel me? So social media is definitely have a heavy influence on this as well. Fellas, have that talk with your lady and say, listen, what are we doing here? Does it, you know what it is, right? Do I really got to entertain this shit at all? Now, you don't, you don't got to have a discussion that it's a Valentine's Day thing because very rare it falls on the weekend or maybe a day where you're available. You could take your lady out just to be taking her out. Don't call it that. So if it's around, if you, you're supposed to be still dating your lady anyway and still, you know, catering to an extent or, or how you call it. Um, I don't want to use the word validation. Just, just kind of like making her still feel special. This is like all the time though. So I don't need Valentine's Day, but if y'all go out on a set, you know, every two weeks, once a month, whatever. It could be around then, and y'all just doing your normal do. You ain't even got to charge it to Valentine's, you feel me? So enough of that. I feel Valentine's Day is useless. I'm like, to be a stack, I ain't going to cap. So as much as I say that, if I'm really into my relationship as I should, if my partner's all that to me, you know, enough. Like, you know, check all the boxes. Enough of the boxes. There's never all boxes. Enough of the boxes where I'm really, like, happy. You feel me? I may entertain it on the low. Like, not nothing crazy. Just something symbolic. Because that's the advice I gave you because that's how I started. You know what I'm saying? So if I started when I met the person doing that, until I have that discussion, I'm going to still symbolize it a little bit. But I'm not on social media saying what I did, showing it. They're not on social media showing it. It's just a behind the four walls here. 
but a discussion should be had if you're feeling questionable about entertaining this any further. This is 2023. I'm going to give everybody a pass, fellas. Next year, before then, have that discussion so next year you ain't got to scratch your head and wonder. And for those who don't mind it, go ahead, do you. But the social media thing is OD. Done with that. So let's go right into the pet peeve. I actually got two. Girl on phone. Obviously, this is something, you know, I witnessed. So it sounds like a little narrative, but I witnessed this. Girl on phone with either female friend or female family member. She asks the person on the phone, what should I get him for Valentine's Day? Response was, to this extent, I'm not on the phone. Man, you only been with him for a second, meaning maybe three to six months. Trying to minus the girl's energy for wanting to get the guy something for Valentine's Day. Now, I have an issue because even though I just finished saying that Valentine's Day is man-made, money, getting, all that shit I said about it. Fuck that. If there's a chance for a guy to get validated on that day, I'm for it. Because of all of these years, again, it'll be, it's in the timestamps, you saw it already. When Valentine's Day was created, I'm sure we haven't got enough just do. You feel me? So I, I like to hear that shit. I might have even commented like, shit, I could count on my hand the times that I got something for Valentine's Day. And I don't even need my fingers. <laughs> but that's not, I have no beef with that. It is what it is. I don't need validation. I know my worth. You feel me? I'm, I was real confident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to just cut that real quick to say, yeah, your boy was in the gym getting busy and I'm finally under 200 and at 25% body fat. Now for the European scale, the BMI calculator, that doesn't satisfy the calculator because they want you to be 24.9 and under for healthy weight. And then whatever else the numbers is on the 15% to 8%, you know, you're fucking like a statue. So 25 to 30 is overweight. And I've said this on another segment. I'm just re re recapping. 25 to 30 is overweight. 30 and above is obese. So it don't satisfy that scale, but I'm proud of that. And I'll clap it up for myself later. But anyway, that was just sidebar. So I was upset at that. Why is the person on the phone discouraging this young lady? And you could tell she was probably between 20 and 28. And I don't know, that's a large number, but I couldn't really tell. You know, it's makeup and shit. I give her over 20 though, for sure. So I ain't like that. Like, yo, let, let her be great. That shit probably would have faded anyway. Like next Valentine, she probably wouldn't have popped off like that. But you can't minus the percent out there that even thinks that. So that was my point. Like the fact that she even thought to say, what should I do? I give her flowers off for that. She thought about it. Feel me? Especially since it's so caught up and focused on the women. So that's it. That person on the phone is a negative influence on a female who wants to do something outside the norm for a guy. And I can appreciate that. And maybe she's a little, you know, you could pick her apart. Like maybe her confidence, self-esteem may play into this. Like she wants the guy to, re or she could, but this guy is of a higher status than she's normally dealing with. So she wants this shit to go well. There is motives that could be behind it, but I took it genuine because I just happened to overhear it. 
So I didn't even really dig deep to see if there's a motive or some shit. You feel me? So that's all good. That's my one. Here go the second one. That's how I was in the gym getting busy, right? Women in really tight. Let me let me emphasize that. Really tight gym clothing. I mean skin like painted on. Walking around, not really working out, kind of just walking around where you could say, well, she's burning something walking around. Not the time or the place. I'm not going to cap the one in question that was very nice to see. It, it was it was on. It was on fire. I ain't going to hide. No disrespect. I got to give credit when it's due. I don't give a fuck. You know how I give it up. Yo, I ain't see no face. I, I'm working out. I'm not. I'm not there for that. Plus, I'm not on that like that anyway. You know the type of time I'm on. I, whatever. Let me not ramble on about that. Period. Point blank. That shit was fire. <laughs> Let's just call it a spade. But that's not the time or the place for that. What are we doing? Like. I could say this as a pet peeve because I'm there focused on work, right? Let all jokes aside, I'm there focused on work. If I noticed it once, like just like on some coincidence, you know, I came up from a rep or a set and I glanced, you know, I'm breathing, taking a sip of water or whatever, and I noticed it once, fine. I wouldn't have said shit. But how convenient, and, and don't try to put the battery in, they might have been doing it for just me, right? <laughs> but I'm doing multiple sets, I'm doing multiple things, and I'm running across this person multiple times, kind of like in the same fashion of the first. I just, just, I just, there's just walking going on. Again, beautiful outside the gym, that's dope. Do your thing outside. But that's a distraction, y'all. That's what you came to do? Sorry I had to blast that, but I, I, mm -mm. you fucking up, you fucking up the vibes. That's not what we're here for. Some people do go to the gym for that, but at least play it off and do some fucking work. Let's just be honest. All right. What part of men's status is most important? Can I ask this and answer this? This is for the women though. So I'm going to make assumptions here probably. From the aspect of you guys. But let me tell you something that I'm going to shout them out twice again later. I mean, twice total right now and later. Um, Fresh and fit. It's like, I agree with this. Women don't have to know shit about men to get men. Or let me make y'all look a little better. You don't have to know specifics about said man that you want to get him. But men must know about the type of woman he want. Research must be done. Homework, all that. So I say that to say, let me try to unpack this. What part of men's status is most important? His money, his health, fitness, or swag? Slash charisma. So... If I had to put this in a percentage, let's go to 100%, right? Off the rip, I'm going to say money is 
arguably 50 to 60 percent it's the money i think i'm being nice <laughs> I used to be, and then I'm not doing age range because I feel like if we do that, if we go eight women, 18 to 28, money is 80% probably. But we're going to do this. We're going we're gonna to broaden it out a little bit because I don't, I don't, you know, I'm just going to say overall pretty much. So, like, money is 60%. I'm just going to call it a spade. Um, your fitness and your health, how you look pretty much. I feel like that can be between 15 and 20%. Because I feel like your swag matters more than some may think. Swag, confidence, charisma. It may hold more weight than your health and fitness. Because I know a lot of gym, let's go back to the gym scene. I know a lot of people in there. I mean, I don't know them personally. I just feel like I'm good at vibes. I'm good at like analyzing. So I feel like a lot of gym people I've encountered, whether I had an exchange or not, they bodies, you know, they right. They, they body fat is like 8%, men and women. And I feel like they ain't got no swag though. I could be wrong. I don't want to sound like I'm hating because they chiseled and shit. But I feel like that swag thing holds more weight. So I don't want to minus it too much though. So we're going to say the swag, okay, 60% money, right? We're going to say 25% is swag. So that leaves us with what, 15%? Kind of, I don't want it to be. It's not 20 and 20. I don't feel they're even. Again, this is women for like to tell me no or yes. So this part of the segment, I need women comments heavy. This might be the part that be the promo. So let me see the top. Okay, this is the promo and I need women's response. Whether I get one or two, I don't care. Some some female out there, tell me if I'm bugging. But money is definitely the highest out the three. So I don't care how you slice it. If you want to make it more politically correct and go to 50% of the money, fine. But if you put 50% of the money, I got 30% swag and 20% health, fitness, how you look. And the body. I'm not really going to go into face looks. Because that's like dependent on the person. How hard are they really going? You feel me? About how their facial features are. So I'm going to nail it right there. Money's 50%. Swag is 30. Your health and fitness is 20. That's my take on status. What do you dwell on more? My allergies don't mind me. What do you dwell on more? This is for the fellas and the women, but more the fellas because women be whew, fairy tale like a mom. What do you dwell on more? Thinking about, I'm sorry. What do you dwell on more? What do you think about more? Your imagination or reality of self and your life, how it really is. So when I say that, I say it to say, um, that's a lot of say it, say it to say. Yo, you feeling this? I'm feeling this little vibe right here. You feel me? Like, this shit got a fire. Alright, stop. So, um, take a second for that. Because we be living like, like, 
we think we know what's going on. I don't mean to promote, but yeah, I'm on my water vibe. So you could, you could do this when you got like, you know, different scenery. Excuse me. Let's really dig deep into this. For people that, um, I, I don't want to, because you could be aiming towards something and, and you may need that energy to, um, excuse me, I know how carbonated water is. You may need that energy of thinking to make it real, right? So there's a, there's space for that. So I'm not going to just like slay the fact that you're, you're thinking delusional or imagination is too wild. So you could be thinking you're heading somewhere, right? You could think that this is like just a chapter and things will be better and you're looked at a certain way temporarily or you think people are looking at you this way and they're looking at you a totally different way, which shouldn't matter because I'm going to get to that too in this segment. Um, But what do you find yourself doing more? Are you more thinking about how shit really is for you right now? Or are you using that imagination to try to get you up out of how it really is right now? Um, I think you should have an even balance with that. Do that really happens? For me, I don't know. My, yo, I'm an overthinker. I'm always analyzing. I can say that about myself. So it's never, I'm never comfortable in my thoughts to where I think what I'm looking at or what I'm focusing on is permanent. You feel me? And that's like a guard up type of thing. So you don't get played. You feel me? So I'm always, you know, I, I play cool. You know, I play it really cool. You feel me? Because I want everybody to prosper and do their thing. You know, you can't really get nowhere if you aiming for somebody's downfall. And we all know that. You know, you got to get really mature to understand that. You don't got to like everybody. You don't got to get along with everybody. You ain't got to, like, be fake. But, like, you could still keep it a stack. Feel me? And just be respectable and hope for the best for people. As long as nobody really coming for you crazy, I'm with all, I'm cool with that. You know, whatever outside influence or outside thoughts you may have on me that's cool just watch you know what i mean just just keep it respectful and, and i wish everybody do they due diligence you feel me i don't got no venom for nobody just don't don't bring it right here you feel me don't bring it right here yeah and i mean that worldwide so anyway um so i'm always thinking so you can't really use me as, as an example but i feel like if you could balance it out um, that's good. You can use imagination to motivate you, but be aware of how your shit's really going. Because if you get too deep into what you think your life is or where you think you're going with it, you're not really going to change anything because you have to really attack what's really going on. So that's big right there. So I say it's the equal playing field. You can use imagination, you know. When you're thinking to yourself, whether you could do that while you're working, based on what type of job you got, you have time to think, you can do both. You can say, all right, I see my life going this way. It, it gives me confidence to think that I'm already there. I can, I can see it for myself. It's right there. You feel me? But come back to reality. I got to work here, work on this. Hold on. My moment's right there. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to get to you. I'm going to get to you. Just give me a second. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Let me handle this.
you know, have that balance of it and all that. You know what I mean? So I think it's 50-50 and you could do it. There's nothing wrong with it. Just don't get too caught up in the... And that's for both because don't get too caught up in reality too. Like don't think because if things ain't going all the way 100 for you right now, things ain't all like peachy, don't feel like you're going to stay there forever either. You can have this balance. It's okay. I actually recommend it. But like I said, balance. Don't go either direction too hard. Sorry, I had to do a rant. Who enabled you? I'm talking to the ladies. I'm sorry, y'all. I got to like sometimes shake it up. Who enabled you to feel entitlement before putting any work in or very little? Other women or men? The same 50-50 I just said about the last topic, that's what this is. I feel equally other women and men have made it where women feel that they deserve shit just cause. Honestly, and, and you can shame them. Let, let, I'll bring men, let, let's talk the men's side first. They, they need the business because if the ladies want to come back at me and say, well, men do that too. Slay them. And if they're put on social media, they'll get canceled. We can't afford to think that we just deserve. Now, I'll give you a personal. I'll give you a personal real quick. And it still has substance in it. I work a job. I'm doing hypothetical, but for those who know me can tell which parts is hypothetical and which one's realistic. I ain't gotta get, I could be like that. Entitlement. I work a job. I'm there. I don't even gotta say 10 years. Let's just say 10 years I'm at this job, right? Performance is analyzed, right? Attendance is analyzed. Lateness is analyzed. Back to performance. Back to any discrepancies. Time off the job. Again, that goes with absences. Any infractures, sub suspensions, whatever. That's a breakdown of almost any job, right guys? Yet and all, you make it 10 years. Now, that's not the resume of a number one candidate for any type of promotion. If you have infractions, if you have absence issues, if you have late issues, whatever flaws that the company frowns on, you are not number one candidate. Clear. But this is a pool where Demand, demand, demand. You need folks in this position. It just is what it is. You're short-staffed. That person is not selected first. But when you see who's selected down the line, and it's not for you to know specifically unless you know the person. So you could think I'm not talking about what you think you know about somebody who may have got a promotion. I'm talking about you know the resume is a mirror of yours or worse. I didn't mean to even go this deep. Like, I don't even know why am I going in like this, but it's to prove a point. 
I can feel some type of entitlement because all of that was laid out. I went through the trenches and shit is, you know, popping off. So I don't think that's an example that ladies, I'm done with that. I don't think that's an example the ladies would give. But what I'm saying is that's an example of a guy. Only excusable time of maybe feeling some sense of entitlement. In the workplace. Personal amongst men and women. I don't, you know, you can, like I said, you can, you can shame them. Fellas, if you don't put in any work and, and that's work for self. Work to be a better you and the work you put in. Maybe, maybe we can argue that. The work you put in for yourself to get you, you know, the high, the status, the last things I just did, the three, you get that to your, your best you. Now, maybe you don't have to put in a lot of work, but believe that you still got to put in some work, even after all of that work for self. So when men, we don't get the luxury of just, yo, I, I should just get this type of woman and this type of, you know, she should behave like this, which I'm going to get into that too. Let me go because, you know, I still want to keep this under a certain, even with this, you know, pillows and shit. This shit is nice. Anyway, um, I'm a clown. Um, so we don't get that. So women, I know other women and not so up to par men. And I don't mean in all aspects because they can have certain shit together, but their confidence and swag can't be. Because a confident and swaggy guy, even if he broke, let's say the confident swaggy guy's broke and he ain't in shape. I promise you, if his confidence and swag is on a thou, he is not enabling that entitlement shit. I promise you. Unless the girl got a resume that speaks for itself. She's known to a certain, you know, caliber of people. You see how she still put in work, even though it wasn't for him per se? That can get her over. But you got to give me something. But still, still, I'm going to be, be very harsh with this. You Instagram models, you OnlyFans chicks. I don't know you. So that those numbers and stats and what you make out of that, you still got to put in work for me, to me, from my view. Some work. You can say, you know, if, if you got 200,000 followers and you make 200K a year and I've got 50 followers and I make 50K a year, you may feel you don't got to prove nothing to me or put in any work for me. I'm not talking about that being put into the forefront. Like you pull up and say that and explain why you shouldn't put no work in. I'm talking about genuine with that being your status. I don't know you because I'm not on those. I'm not on OnlyFans and I ain't peep your Instagram page. I just meet you somewhere and man, woman shit. You shouldn't feel like you don't have to put in no work. I know I don't have the power or the following to change this just by me saying it, but it's wrong. It's a wrong mindset to have, ladies. It's a wrong mindset to have. You gotta put in some work for the type of guy that you want. You know what I mean? Any any guy of value. I'm not gonna talk this big, stupid, 
six, seven figure guy, seven figure, because six figures is obtainable, seven figure guy that is just not, it's not adding up. You know what I mean? And I know there's a lot of simps out there that's going to validate this bullshit. And you got homegirls that's validating this. But I don't care how many homegirls you got and how many guys is in your DM. This is not the way to think. Please, I beg you. <laughs> this is not the way, baby. Because today, you might get over. Tomorrow, you might get over. Next week, it may work. But you're going to hit a brick wall sometime. I'm not wishing that on you neither. This is why I'm trying to get through to you so you don't hit an unnecessary brick wall. Because you don't deserve shit just because. I don't care how good you look. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I know it's not enough of guys like me to tell you this or to behave and show you how serious we mean about, listen... We all love getting busy, right? I don't got a sugar-coated sex intercourse, however you want to label that. Men, that's like a prime, that's like steak from Ruth Chris, if that's what you fuck with, or, or, or STK or whatever. No doubt, no doubt. A lot of us sell a lot of souls, a lot of wolf tickets, and a lot of beating in the head to get that because it's very good. It's, it's, it's key. It's very key in our lives as a man. If that could be every day with various flavors, no doubt. But we cannot sell our souls to get it. It's still something that we may have to put to the side the older we get as a special occasion thing. Just to humble us. Just to humble us and to not jump out the window for it. And when I say special occasion, I don't mean once a month. I'm not even trying to put a time frame on it. I'm just saying the pursuit and the chase of it, you kind of got to not make it look as important as it may be to you personally. Because it's fucking the game up. Entitlement is invisible to those who have it, boy. No, that's privilege. I fucked up the whole shit. Damn, I just fucked that whole shit up. Because I'm so baffled at how often I see this at all levels. I see it at all levels. So, please, ladies, please. You're beautiful. All my sisters, all races. You're beautiful in your own way. There are great things about you, possibly. Show that. Humble yourself. Believe in yourself because this also has to be a question of confidence and self-esteem if you feel like just give me and you don't want to put no work in because maybe you put this work in and you don't get the validation that you're looking for. But have the confidence to think that you can get it by the humble graces and just put in a little work, put in some effort. That's it. That's all I got on that. A boy, this is a statement, just to hold on to. A boy becomes a man when he stops complaining. The world is not going to treat you lightly. Boys complain, men work. This is flowing so smoothly. Because that's the total opposite of what I just said about how women feel. How come, I, I swear, I'm going to double back and put this in the timestamps too. Did a woman quote that or did a man quote that? 
because I find it so convenient that it's easy to say that about us. But where's the girl becomes a woman when she lets go of that entitlement? Now, granted, girls growing up, you know, for my fellas that got daughters, I don't mind in the growing up stage feeling that entitlement a little. Teenage years, 18 to 21. I really don't want to give you the 21 though, but that's definitely the cutoff. I want you to really level up at 18 because I know entitlement is going to be there, especially if you have your father in your life. To all my women out there who had their daddy, I get it. You feel me? It was there. You got to let that go like baby fat. You got to because it's ridiculous. But anyway, that's a true statement. A boy becomes a man when he stops complaining. Just realize life is not going to look out for you, man. You don't complain, you work. You got to put the work in. Fellas, at a higher percentage, grasp this thought. The ones that don't, they still grasp it. They just either don't give a fuck lazy and just you know let the chips fall where they fall but every man has at least held that for a moment to know that they know that whether they act upon it is different but i just find that so convenient that how i place that in order right there that's crazy if you're this is a big one where i'm at oh shit i gotta wrap up if you aren't willing to accept the fact that you may not receive full submission in a relationship, fellas, stay single or go to a third world, third world country. No other option. So sorry to dog the Western civilization, meaning the U.S. And it goes further than that because anywhere you go really could be this way. Listen, the same entitlement thing, right, can tie into this. But I'm not going to really use it a lot. Um, we're living in a feminist world on this side of the map. Entitlement. Women are feminists. Women are entitled. Women feel more than ever equal to men. And, and from a human perspective, I agree. As far as the right to vote. The right to the same jobs. The right to earn the same salary. All of the rights that we have in this country, I feel women should have. In that aspect, women are equal. No doubt. What's happening with that is the more that's exercised, the less feminine they are. The less ability to submit. And it, I don't know why it rubs a lot. I've said this around a lot of ladies. And I don't know why it rubs them the wrong way. Submit don't mean no slave shit. Submit don't mean controlling. It's just, if he's your leader, man, let him lead. Let him, you, yes, you have a voice. Yes, you have an opinion. If you have a valid point to bring to the table, you got two degrees. You're smart. I'm just saying, because we... Your king, your leader, is supposed to be less emotional than you are. So every decision you make may not entail a heavy amount of emotions, but you do experience emotions way more. So when the shit go down, good or bad, let your leader lead. 
because most likely if he's strong as you think he is, you put him in that position, he will make decisions without emotions. If he tells you something, if he voices something, you should be able to receive that without emotion. Especially if you can vouch that this guy has your back, loves you to the moon and back, and has shown you that he's there for you for thick, thin, better, worse, whatever. Don't use emotions. Even if it sounds, you want to dress things up and say, oh, that sounds controlling. That sounds insecure. You don't want to be submissive. That is almost as worse as not, as feeling entitled. Those are two recipes for disaster. Ladies, the entitlement thing, and it's like not willing to submit. Now, I don't want to move the goalposts. If you're with a guy who's not a leader, that's your fault. I don't mean to be negative. He doesn't provide, or you know, y'all equal 50-50 with that providing. I still say, like, you don't gotta stay there. So like, if he has the potential, and just right now, y'all 50-50 with it, financially, but he got the potential. You gotta see the bigger picture. How much do you trust this guy? And again, that's your fault, whether you, you know, but if you could kind of really say you love him, you could, you know, say, I could see where he going with it. So, so what is 50-50 right now? That fully submitting and fully listening to him and taking his words at the value it needs to be, y'all can get further because the relationship is going to stay stagnant. The more you challenge him, the more, you know, equal rights, you try to throw that in it, the more you, you know, try to make him feel like whatever he's voicing is either controlling or insecure. And I'm not saying, ladies, to be gullible to where you really do have evidence and this is what it is, because there are guys who are insecure and controlling. Don't get that fucked up, but this is where you got to use this. You want equal rights and all that, you have the same opportunities. Get this. You know, I know it takes experience if you've never been through it before. If you're younger, just, just pay attention to shit. You know, I'm not saying, you know, if you see signs, you're supposed to just be naive. I'm saying when you really think you found someone, you gotta kind of just like tranquila, like, like chill, man. Because having your leader uncomfortable, any level of uncomfortability, it kind of stunts the growth of the relationship and where y'all trying to go. Straight up. He may take it on the chin because, you know, he don't want to get in his emotional bag. Because, you know, if you have a woman that you know you can go to, and even if it, you know, the conversation may not flow smooth, but at the end of the convo, she hears you and activity is done almost immediately. The chance of a guy in emotion entering the door closes right in front of it. But if if you if you challenge him on it or you're not receiving what he's trying to say, well, emotions will enter. And now these things that you want to charge it to, insecure or controlling, that will show more because his first approach, his initial approach was strong and true. And you ain't want to hear that. You ain't want to feel that. So it transferred 
to those things. You know what I'm saying? So just be real knowledgeable of this. Know your partner. Know how much you can confide in him and let him know he can confide in you. He shouldn't have to feel, you know, I know that we say that as men, we shouldn't be vulnerable around our women and we really shouldn't as a habit. I mean, we can, you know, come, come on, you know, scenarios, God forbid, I'm a family member pass or, you know, something little, you can pick and choose, but overall he should be strong, stand firm, but he needs to know his woman got his back and will listen. It's not controlling. Listen to how he views things and what he suggests. For the better for the both of y'all. Feel what I'm saying? That's the rant on that. Damn, this is longer. So, back to what I said though, fellas. I tried. I told him, right? But, if you're not getting what you want, guys. Full submission. You gotta either take that on the chin and that's gonna be a very... Difficult life for you. You know what I mean? I mean, the stronger you are, you probably be able to be like, whatever. I don't know. It may, have, it may transform into negative things. Like you're going to step out for sure. You're going to look for that submissiveness somewhere else. You might. I, I just got to keep it a stack here. It's not a family friendly podcast. You may have to masturbate. I, I'm, I'm not. Listen. If you don't want to step out on your lady. I don't know if that does anything for that to be honest. I'm just. I'm scrambling, freestyling ideas because I'm trying to get you out the funk because I know my fellas feel me on this. You know you you know you listening right now. You know there's somebody listening that they lady is masculine as hell, but you love her and you trying to stay there. You feel me? So I don't know what advice I could really give you. That one was a little far-fetched, far left. Um, You may have to hang it up, man. The third world countries, you got to still be selective because some of them have the influence from over here. So you're not really out the woods just when you touch down over there. But it's easier to probably pick those out. That's just going to be fully submissive as long as you're providing and you, you stand out as a strong male out there. You know what I mean? So just good luck with that. I know it can get frustrating though. A lot of guys avoid relationships based off that alone. You wonder why this guy don't... Ladies, you wonder why he won't take... You know, why he not in a relationship? Why he not married? Why he not... You know, down for the cause because of these type of shits, man. Guys don't need, you know, we got to deal with so much adversity as is, you know, especially my people, my fellas, you know, the brothers. So it's like, we don't need that. Like, we, we, we don't really like want to not give you a shot because women could be beautiful. Women could be all that. Women could be everything we need. You know, it, it could be so refreshing, but just so damn masculine man like you just if you could just tweak the little things just submit to your man only do that masculine shit out there in the streets at work whatever you know again back to that 50 50 life but if he taking care of you there's no reason to have your guard up to be all hard and shit that shit is a turn off yo i swear i speak for all guys ladies you can comment whatever and think you know it's a turn off we take it on the chin Look at your partner. Look at anyone you're dating. Ladies, anybody you with. It's a turn off. We despise it. Hope y'all can get somewhere. Dave Ramsey. Want to shout him out. Oh, I skipped something. Why Women Deserve Less. That's a book by Myron Gaines. You can see him on Fresh and Fit Podcast. I'm sure this is on Amazon. And 
Kindle. It's definitely a read for everybody, but I, you know, men need to really read that more. Women may get a little offended just based off the title. Why women deserve less? Yes. Dave Ramsey, financial advisor, you know, I just recently stumbled across him, across him, and, you know, I thought it was insightful for some of that. So I'm going to close out because this is a part of my tips to help you. You know, not always health tips, but this is like the positive part of the segment as I close. So I'm just going to run through this real quick to tease you. You can go on his YouTube channel and get more of this, but I'm going to just start you off. Baby step one. This is for everybody. Baby step one, $1,000 in savings. If you don't have that right now, how fast can you accumulate that? But you should have $1,000 in savings minimum. And there's a reason there's a process for this. $1,000 savings minimum. Baby step one. Baby step two, clear all debt. Minimum payments on the big debt. Knock out the little debt with bigger payments, not the minimum. So you take the shit that's smaller and try to get rid of that and then just do the minimum payments on the big shit. Baby step two. That's what you should be doing. That's why the baby step one, the thousand kind of makes sense because how much more can you have while you're trying to do this? Baby step three, build back up emergency funds because there's a difference between what you have in savings and what you have as emergency funds. Feel me? It's not the same thing. An emergency would be a blown out tire that you didn't expect. Savings is your baby, your baby graduated. I don't know, so that's probably a weak point. But just know the difference between your savings and your emergency funds. So once you get past baby step two, you build back up emergency funds because I'm sure you have none of that or took a huge hit if you was doing baby step two. But still try to maintain baby step one because that thousand in savings may be AKA your emergency funds while you're doing baby step two. I'm gonna put that in the timestamps and just hold on to that. So we're gonna start again, closing out. Baby step one, $1,000 in savings. How fast can you accumulate that? Everybody stay safe. Stay well. To the next time, I'll holla. Thanks for tuning in. Comment, like, subscribe to Voice of Reason NF. It's in the timestamps. Comment, like, subscribe to the channel. Appreciate you. Peace.